Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy, and do I have a rebuttal to an internet video that's making the rounds? But that comes later in the show. Now the news. A few years back, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration mandated that all new light passenger vehicles in the U.S. must be equipped with electronic stability control by this year. Now the agency is proposing that all large commercial vehicles, coaches, and other buses be equipped with the system too. Research shows that ESC could prevent up to 56% of rollover crashes and 14% of loss of control accidents. If it becomes the law, the rule would go into effect two to four years after it's enacted, depending on the type of vehicle. A new report from Bank of America Merrill Lynch says that over the next several years, Ford will come out with more new models faster than anyone else. For model years 2013 through 2016, Ford will replace 26% of its lineup. But the company is not that far ahead of the competition. GM is next at 25%, and Toyota is third at 24%, while the industry average is a 23% replacement rate. By the 2015 model year, Ford will replace vehicles that make up to close of half of its volume. The study also says Ford's market share this year should jump from 15.3% up to 16%, thanks to new introductions like the Fusion, Escape, C-Max, and Lincoln MKZ. Uh-oh, bad news for Fisker. Top secret investor documents have been made public, and they point to serious trouble inside the company. The most damaging revelation to surface has to do with production. The company's new Atlantic model was supposed to start rolling down the line at the company's plant in Delaware in the middle of 2013, but that date has allegedly been pushed back by another year. As troubling as this information is, some of the car's other numbers are pretty impressive. The Atlantic, which will be priced between $50,000 and $60,000, should feature a 300-horsepower drivetrain, which is good for a 0-60 to 60 sprint of 6.5 seconds. Tailpipe emissions are estimated at only 50 grams of CO2 per kilometer. An outfit called Molinelli Design has created a very unique piece of automotive art. They made a coffee table out of a crushed Ferrari. The sculpture has been likened to a dead hero in a coffin. And <laughs> I see what they mean. As grisly as it sounds, I'm sure any gearhead would be proud to have this piece of art in their home. We all know that Volkswagen makes cars. The German brand is best known for its iconic Beetle, but did you know it also makes ketchup and sausage? I never knew this until I saw an article posted on Jalopnik. Apparently, V-Dub is in the food business, too. It mostly sells the condiment and currywurst at its factories, but they're also available in supermarkets. Last year, they sold nearly 5 million sausages compared to a paltry 3 million cars. The ketchup has been bottled since 1997. Coming up next, I am going to debunk one of the stupidest internet videos that's making the rounds.
Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. There's a video on the internet getting a lot of attention. In fact, a number of you have asked me what I think about it. It's about a guy who took a vacation in the UK where he rented a Volkswagen with a diesel that got 52 miles per gallon. He claims to have done more research and learned that other European diesels are rated as high as 78.5 miles per gallon. In fact, if you search for VW Passat 78.5 MPG in the UK, you're going to find that video. He then rants about how we cannot get these kinds of cars in the United States because the Obama administration will not allow them for fear of losing tax revenue from gas taxes. He goes on to say a lot of other things, but too bad this guy has no clue what he's talking about. First off, he's comparing U.S. gallons to imperial gallons, which is what they use in the U.K., and an imperial gallon is 20% larger than a U.S. gallon. Second, the European fuel economy figures he's quoting would be substantially less if he used EPA figures, even if he used the exact same car for comparison. The European fuel economy test cycle is an easy breezy one compared to the EPA's adjusted FTP 75, and that's one reason why you see eye-popping MPG numbers coming out of Europe. Also, European cars tend to be lighter than their Americanized versions because our tougher crash standards require more chassis and body structure. That weight advantage also helps European MPG numbers and performance. Third, he's completely wrong when he says VW makes most of the cars in the U.S. that it sells in the U.S. VW just started making the Passat here. It's not even up to line speed yet, and it does not make 1.6 liter TDIs for export. The Passat is the only model VW makes in the U.S., period. He also claims Ford makes high-mileage diesel cars in the U.S. but has to export them because it cannot legally sell them here. That's completely untrue. Where does he come up with this stuff? The primary reason why diesel engines are not as common here as they are in Europe is that U.S. emission standards are substantially more expensive to meet than they are in Europe. For this reason, OEMs typically choose one engine displacement that they want to emissionize for the American market. In 2014, when Europe goes to its Euro 6 emission standards, they will pull up even with the EPA's Tier 2 BIN 5 standard, at which point the U.S. and Europe can use the same emissions equipment, and that's going to drive down costs substantially. Diesel proponents in the U.S. forecast that diesel sales in the U.S. will double by 2015, and easily outsell all the hybrids. Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Audi, VW, and Porsche already sell diesels in the U.S. market. You can buy diesel pickups from Chevy, Ford, and Ram, and have been able to for years. The Chevrolet Cruze, Jeep Grand Cherokee, and Mazda will offer diesel models in the next year or so, and Infiniti is looking into it as well. And if those vehicles sell well, you can bet that almost everyone else will jump in too. You know, normally I would just ignore this kind of video, except that a whole lot of people are taking this seriously. Unfortunately, this is just another maddening example of a know-nothing blabbermouth spouting urban legends 
on the internet. Hey, don't forget to join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for a fantastic AutoLine After Hours tonight with Ralph Gilles, the head of design for the Chrysler Group and the head of SRT. We're already getting questions for the rapid fire part of the show, so make sure you get your questions in too. And that's tonight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine After Hours. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.